1: We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we would like to pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging, and their multiple birth parents of children with disabilities. And this week we're going to be talking about books.
2: Yay, one of my favourite topics. Yes. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, sometimes maybe other words that people (laughs) don't like. (laughs) So... Do with that what you will, peas, AirPods, buds, galaxy, headphones that might fall out when you're changing your baby's nappy. (laughs) Whatever.
1: Hello, Mandy. Hello, Kate.
2: Oh, it's lovely. It's sunny. Yep. It's our beautiful city and we're out of lockdown. Well, Yay. I think we are. Yep. The thing is, when we record these, it's a week or two delays. I know. So when you have listened to the one that came out last week, Pease, you'll be like, what? They said they were going out for dinner. I thought they were in lockdown. Look, it doesn't matter. We <coughs> yeah. just, you know that we obey the law. But also the podcasts are a little bit out of whack, so (laughs) just forgive us. Yeah.
1: So today we're going to be talking about one of our favourite topics, which has taken us a long time to get to, Uh, we've we've been been trying, yeah, for nearly two years. Yeah. And so so here we are. We're going to talk about books, and they're really really important, baby. Let's Let's talk talk about about you and me.
2: To, do you know the shameless girls think you should never sing on a podcast what they're like oh no people only talk they're not oh. it's not i was like oh okay, oh, okay. <laughs> i reckon we do it nearly every week well,
1: well, it doesn't mean you well we don't think that we're good at it oh, so no, who no, cares no no no, no we're yeah, not no. we're not
2: i'd like it all sit down while i sing your oh, song Oh, well, i
1: did sing the 12 days of christmas we did sing well we in did their, yeah their and, christmas special yeah and we, like we it. won't ever do that again yes i will <laughs> proud
2: proud what about singing amy imagine if we hadn't had her oh
1: yeah we've had so much yeah we love the singing on the podcast we haven't had some for a while so come
2: on sing us a speak pipe
1: yes (laughs) so okay this could be a long one so buckle in buckle in. we've asked the brains trust the first group of people that helped us start the podcast and we also asked in the hangout about books plus our own because we could talk about books forever we really could and, and we, we're probably gonna miss hundreds of amazing books. So we'll give you that. Oh look, up we front. will.
2: This is just a few books that people have said they like or books that we like. This is not a definitive list of every book for a parent whose child no. has a disability. Or additional needs, and some of these books have nothing to do with any of that, they're yeah, just that's books right. that we love.
1: And also, we're not going to have the show notes for this, which Arca will be very pleased to hear yes. about because this would just take forever. No, no, we can't list so all of these books, it'll be just pause, write it down,
2: yes, go backwards, yep, and you can listen to it again. Yeah, <laughs> you can just keep listening to us and listening to us. And please feel free to do it on different devices so it ups our downloads. <laughs> yeah, we'll
1: take that. So, um, yeah, we can't possibly cover all the books in the world, so no. we're just going to talk about. Um, ones that have really stood out to yeah. people and to us. Yeah. So, all right, tell me about your first sort of memories of books when you were a little girl. Yeah, so I have
2: always loved reading and I have always been really lucky that reading came really easy mm, to me. Me too. And it was a really easy escape from life, yes. from having three brothers, from like we weren't allowed to have TV so books were an escape Mum did go through phases of no fiction, which was pretty um, full on. Mm. <laughs> but and I'm sorry, Mum, I just borrowed fiction books from friends and read them and didn't tell her. Yeah. So I look at me, I'm a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but I was allowed to read *Love Comes Softly*, oh. which is fiction. Okay. And it's now had *When Calls the Heart* TV oh my God, series. The heart. Oh. yes. So there's lots of books by Jeanette Oakey. Yes, I have them and too. Yeah. Christian little girls, oh, oh they love the stories,
1: babies, yes, snowing on, the on Christmas
2: day, making bread. <laughs> it was so, <laughs> yes. anyway, mum had it, she read it first and decided it is fiction, but it's also but it's very okay. good. It's wholesome. It's wholesome. Yeah. So they were my, I love them. I've read, read them and read them and read them like the covers are coming yes. off. Yes. Like I just, I Anything love them. Anything
1: from Kurong. Anything from Korong. We were fine.
2: Yep. Yep. And we had, this is funny because we were Seventh Adventist, so our bookstore was called ABC, the Adventist Book (laughs) Centre. And so you'd say to people, I'm going to pop down to the ABC to get a book. And they'd think, remember we used to
1: have the ABC ABC shops? Yes. No, there's no bananas in (gasps)
2: pyjamas there, but there is cans of vegetarian food.
1: (laughs) Got it, got it.
2: (laughs) But is there... Did you love Judy Bloom?
1: Yes, I love Judy oh. Bloom. But first, let me start. I loved Ina Blyton first. Oh, so Enid Blyton, yeah. loved- So and I've still got all of those hardbacks. Yeah, I've got them too. Um, and I love the children of Cherry Tree Farm. Oh. and I just loved them on that farm. And then, oh my gosh, and oh, then five I go loved- off
2: in a caravan.
1: Yep, what a fantasy that oh. your parents the whole summer holds. Off Here, you go.
2: Just go into that farm and they'll give you some cheese and eggs and you just camp in the back of a caravan.
1: Oh, Drawn by a horse. Yeah. <laughs> the children of Tree Farm, oh. they were in the moss. Oh. They were just having, you know. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Galliano Circus. I loved that circus book. I just dreamed of joining oh. the circus. The dog with tutus. Oh, I everything. <laughs> The horses, the, the train carriages. I just loved Ina Blyton. Yeah, that was sort actually, of my first reading as a little girl same. independently. Yep,
2: all my yeah. kids have read or had read to them Ina yeah. Blyton. Yeah, The Faraway yeah.
1: Tree, oh, the, far the Wishing tree. Chair, Face. Yeah, but I just want to know why aren't they a movie? I know. So she mustn't have sold the rights, but then Maybe what about she didn't. Noddy? She's because yeah. that was made into a TV show. But there's no why is the the faraway tree should be a movie? Come on! And how scared were you? you were like they're not going to get back? The I
3: world know. is spinning
1: at the top, <laughs> and they're not going to get
2: back. <laughs> and there's Dane always was, a lot. What was the boy that always ran away and didn't do what he was supposed to do? Ooh. And we're all waiting at the <laughs> top of the thing, and he's not back. And <laughs> yes, then you're getting it wet. He's and, in the land of such and yes, such. Yes. Oh, the yeah. lands of topsy-turvy where yep. the ground
1: oh I loved oh, it I just wanted the lands full of cakes oh the lolly lands <laughs> oh
2: just it's literally the best fantasies <laughs> ever yeah
1: really so I love yep. them um and my grandma gave me my first Anne of Green Gables oh I've got Anne of Green Gables written down so here. I remember mum giving grandma giving oh. that to me and then she gave me every one so I've got yes. all the eleven yes every time I'd leave her house she'd give me another oh. one. oh they're so special to me so special yeah and I just read them I read all 11 every year. Oh, uh, every year? Yep.
2: Wow, don't Thumb miss. Thumb
1: prints with chisel marks. They're you in can, there.
2: If there's ever an Anne of Green Gables trivia night, I'm taking you. Yes, you are because I-, I will win. <laughs> My mum um, – Bought me, and I read them for a long time, the little tiny Bittrex Potter books. Yeah. And because some of them are a bit bigger, you know, they're a bit more heavy stories. And I had a little beautiful bookcase and all the books fit on them. Mm. And I've still got my Bittrex Potter books. Yeah. Yeah, And some of them are really old. Like my my grandmother or great-grandmother had given one to my mum. So they've got like, you know, pounds and shillings is the price. Yeah, just... Nothing, what can evoke you like a book? Oh, nothing. Like opening a new book is beautiful. You can smell the smell, yeah. but an old book, yeah. it's just like wearing the most comfortable Ugg boots, isn't it? Like,
1: My mum oh. had a little book that was about friendship. So if anyone was being mean to yes. me, she would read it to me yes. at night. And it was oh. just like, think about others and, you know, yep. but I've still got it. It's like a Holly. It looks a bit like Holly hobby. Yeah.
2: Did you read it on the podcast? Yeah, I think I yeah, did yeah, read yeah, it yeah. on the podcast.
1: Yeah. So that was a special little book. Yep. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. I bet you never read. If any of you peas have read this, please send me a speak pipe or a message, Everything a Teenage Girl Should Know.
3: No. So
2: it's like the Seventh Adventist Christian version of, mm, I don't know, girl stuff, but it really doesn't go into anything because they would, so I just remember reading it and it said, you should not partake in heavy petting. And I was obsessed. What is is heavy heavy petting? petting? (laughs) Because it's not even a, I suppose if they'd said, don't pass your boyfriend, I would have understood. But heavy petting, what does that
1: even mean? I was obsessed with heavy petting. (laughs) I just
2: wanted to know
1: what it was. Well, you would with um, The Rock Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Have to listen to Monday's spec pipes.
2: (laughs) So that was a big book in all of our lives. And the funniest thing, because there's everything a teenage girl should know and everything a teenage oh boy, boy should know. What was that? Uh, don't masturbate. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> much. you know, they once I was watching Spicks and Specs and they have this section on Spicks and Specs where they have to sing a song yes. whilst reading a book. Yes, and I that's I the lo- book they pulled out.
1: <laughs> I was like, ah! My ah, worlds are colliding. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> yes, so what did you say before? Before I interrupted, Judy Bloom. Judy
2: Bloom. Yes. Oh, are you there, God, it's me, Margaret? Oh,
1: that was outstanding. Oh, outstanding. Yes. I read um Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing to Miss Ten yep. two years ago. We laughed. Okay, so it still stands up and laughed just and super fudge. Thinking. And and what I didn't realise as reading it as an adult is yeah. it's so
0: funny right. because okay. she's
1: talking about the chaos of the house and Tootsie, the baby, and fudge oh. is just a nightmare and he's Dropping things and throwing <laughs> things, and the big kids trying to concentrate on his schoolwork, and it's just right. It was gold. Oh, we should. I should reread them. Yeah, reread it because we they really laughed. It was funny. I know. See so you now. Fudge was funny. Yeah, Charlie Drexel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ah, oh, yeah, I didn't. I just wanted to read it as an adult because I remember yes. loving it when I was that age. So to read it to the girls was great. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, of course, Forever. Oh, Forever. With the sex scene. That's the scene. first book that
2: I read that had sex in it. Me too. It. I had to hide that from mum. I Me had to too. put it under my Under pillow. my bed. Yeah, there was, no way, was gonna... no way that oh. was going to. No
1: way. Actually, I would go over to the Knox Library and just read it on the shelf. Yes, yeah, smart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It no, was just like... Well, it
2: was definitely not in my school library. No. So one of my friends, Kerry, whose parents were. L- very lax, yeah. <laughs> no, just normal. Yeah. Um, that she lent it to me, and oh my gosh, I devoured yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Just like, oh, is that what it's like?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. know We should read it now. Is that? I should read it now. But like. I think
2: it was very anticlimactic for her. Uh,
1: and then and, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember she was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. probably true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I moved on from that to flowers in the attic.
2: Oh gosh! Were you allowed to read that? No, but I wasn't. I I hid
1: it under the bed too. Yeah, no, I wasn't
2: allowed to read it, but I did read it.
1: Yeah, I read them. Oh yeah. Oh man, that was just like scary, and you couldn't put it down. I know. Terrifying. I know, and
2: yes, terrifying, and also you're reading it when you shouldn't be. Yeah. So then you might get called out, and you have to leave it. Yeah. Is
1: that what they feel like on (laughs) you know TikTok?
2: Quick, shut it down. Quick, shut it down. Mum's coming. Mum's coming.
1: <laughs> I loved all of those. The Dresden Dolls.
2: My gosh. Those. I loved, um, you know, because I do love a murder mystery. I love Trixie Belden oh. and all of those sort of books. And I loved the Secret Diary of Adrian Mole. Oh, I didn't I read that. No. And then, Kurong, which is a Christian bookstore, yeah. had the Sacred Diary oh. of Adrian Plas, age <laughs> thirty-seven and three quarters. <laughs> so funny. I related to Adrian Plass more than any other Christian I've ever related to because they'd like be going around in small group and the small group person would be saying, and and what do you really want? And, you know, people would be like coming up with these profound answers. And then he was just like, I'd really like to see England beat Australia at (laughs) Lord's. (laughs) Which is <laughs> the truth. There's yeah, always the one. Truth. And then he, there, I remember there was another one. The minister's up the front asking us if we've had a good week and, or something that he wants everyone to say, yes, hallelujah. And we didn't answer loud enough. And then we we're terrified into believing we won't go to heaven unless we shout loudly. And oh. I was just like, this is great. Pleasure. Anyway very very clever i i haven't reread it as a no. person that no longer attends church it might yep. be rubbish oh, well. <laughs> but it really made an impact on me at the time what, because, because it was humor about being in a church I and know. i hadn't had that
1: no because it was just all serious business yeah
2: and it was funny and people at church were really funny but and i were, well they are they are really funny and they're good at speaking up the front and everything and yeah. but we never really
1: written it no. or experienced it like that did you have, like, your own Bible? or? What? Yes.
2: Oh, yes. So we had – I mean, the Seventh Day Church just has the same Bible yeah. as everybody else. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, you'd get given a special one when you got baptised. Yes, or... I got the
1: women's Bible yes. when I got baptised. Yes, I,
2: I had 16, the women's Bible. I think I was yeah. 17. It was yeah, pink.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same
2: my, on. my girls had, had it as well. I think yep. one of them got given it at some point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and we um, also had hymnals. Did you have hymnals? No. no very old-fashioned. So you'd get a leather Bible uh, and matching hymnal. Oh, with all the songs. Songs. Yeah, and then all through high school you'd get all your, <laughs> oh, this is so, <laughs> <laughs> to sign their favourite
1: hymn.
2: <laughs> oh. Right. Yeah. Okay. I suppose you could look back through it over life and go, oh, that person really loved, I don't know, whatever. How amazing great Amazing Grace are. or how great they were, Yeah.
1: So... I mean, that's a belter from the hymn times, It is great a belter. It yeah. is
3: an absolute it's belter. It was
1: before Shine Jesus it Shine. Was. You knew if that one's coming on, the whole church is just going <laughs> to raise the roof. <laughs> anyway, this is an episode on books. <laughs> okay, then I think I moved to Harry Potter.
2: Oh, well, I was like married with kids when I read Harry Potter. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because you were younger. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So, but Harry Potter also. Well, there was all that
1: debate in yes, the church you whether you should read it or not. I
2: know. Harry Potter stuff. Um, and my friends' kids that were at the church school weren't allowed to have it, but my kids were at um, mainstream, what's it called, just non-church yeah. school. Um, so they, it just sort of came into our life. And I remember clearly because I was we were still attending church and I remember thinking, I just want to read this and find out what it is. And I remember a friend said to me, you don't have to read the Satanic Bible to know it's Satanic. <gasps> mm. And I thought, well. I'm going to read you anyway. I'm going to yeah. read it anyway. And it was just a game changer. Oh, yeah. And then we had to wait for every book I to come know. out. My sister
1: would line up and oh, up. Yeah. Wait for midnight to get the yeah. next book.
2: Oh, <gasps> just, and my whole family. Look, Buzz and Woody have not read them. I'm not going to lie. But like Scholarship has read them so many yes. times that we've lost covers. Yes. And we've had to re-buy them. And she knows every fact stuff that i can't even remember yeah she's at the trivia night she is at her. the harry potter trivia night and she says you know half the plot doesn't make sense but i don't care i love it yeah and i know
1: and it's, there's always stuff that's problematic but yeah. at that time oh. and even then i mean my girls love it too ah oh. um i just thought wow this is awesome i always oh,
2: i just would love to know did she have the beginning from the end did she know no, about the horcruxes not. did she know that yeah are so good i know so, so clever good. and i must admit um I had some other friends who um, also went to church and they got into it as well. So we sort of had like yeah, a secret, secretly. secret Harry Potter club. Yeah. Anyway,
1: they have I pride of place on our podcast. I bookers. am a fan of pop culture. So if something's oh, yeah. really popular, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Right? Fifty so, Shades of Grey, baby. Yeah, I was. Oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> Mandy about Mandy <that>. and I. <laughs> oh, that was unbelievable. It was you and I, wasn't oh, it? No, I was telling everyone. Yeah, them. and we really got into it. I oh. read those in like an afternoon. I was down the Inverloch Caravan Park and I just got maybe an iPhone Yeah. and I found iBooks Yeah. and it said top chart. Right. So I just downloaded it thinking, oh, well, I don't have anything to read while I'm here. So <laughs> it says the top chart. Like I literally did not know what it was. Wow. And then I just thought, okay, whatever price it was, $7.99 yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So that I just cheap. bought it because yep. it was top chart. Yeah. Like, okay, this must be good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the hell? What? The I hell? could not put it down. I'm messaging everyone. I know. I'm telling everyone to read it. Get my book club onto oh, it. I was like, Mandy, you know, porn.' Well, it's the but most
2: I- ridiculous, problematic book. But that guy, for a woman who was living with chaos, the thought of a man who would come in and sort everything out. I forget the sex, baby. Oh, Just make me dinner. This- <laughs> Honestly. Oh, would you like a wine, Anastasia, oh. while I'm frying up some chicken? Oh! oh yeah, would I? Would Don't I? Don't even worry about the red room. No! Just. <laughs> <laughs> it just blew my brains out. Yeah, and we know everything's wrong with that book. Yeah. Everything. But, oh my gosh. I mean, I won't reread it. I oh, would we'll never reread no, I didn't it. I not even, but uh, we really. I would actually, would I say I enjoyed it? I don't know, but it was amazing. Yeah, I was I completely did. sucked in. And I couldn't put it down.
1: I had already been into Outlander. So I'd read yes. sort of, I think See, I'd I read hadn't. a lot of those by then. Yep. And then I, re- I read that she, the author, whatever her name is, Fifty Shades Lady, yeah. loved Diana Gabaldon. And, and Twilight. So, and she modeled it off Twilight. So off both of them. So yes. she was like, women want to read about a man Sexy. that's gonna, takes control. Yeah, exactly. It's like no one's Jamie Fraser, but no, no, no. Anyway, so yeah, my sister gave me Cross Stitch, which is the, yes. the what—that's what it was released here in Australia. Yeah. She said, "I think you'll like this. Yeah. It's set in Scotland." Oh and my I was gosh. like, "I and don't does know." Mandy oh like my it? gosh! I was just like, <laughs> "Boom!" And then I, anyone I could talk to, I was like, Let's "She tried read to these. get
2: me to read it for about two years." I mean, they're I was not, like, "It sounds—they're the, massive." The plot that she gave me, I oh. thought, "This sounds ridiculous." Ridiculous oh. I'm not into time travel. Oh, come uh, on! It, I thought it was sci-fi.
1: Yeah, no. Well, oh. it's not. It's a whole. It's not. There's it's no genre. It's just a mishmash of genre. Yeah, it is. Yeah,
2: I'm sure. And obviously, the TV show. Now, if you but, haven't watched Outlander, oh, or, I mean, if you can't read the books, that's fine. They're At big. least watch
1: season one. Except watch. the last two episodes are pretty hard for some people. Yes, okay? they are. Well, just watch the first just four get episodes. To know <laughs> Jamie Fraser. It's just he's the it's, king of men.
2: Be, my cousin Amy will often um, just send me like little Snapchat. I'm just settling down
1: with a bit of Jamie again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's been watching it for years as well. He was like, God oh, bear's repeating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I loved about it is because my grandma was Scottish mm. and then all these things would come back in mm. the books and I'd be like, That's what grandma used to say. Or, yes. And so and they're I felt, very Scottish. Yeah, I felt this connection. It's beautiful. I love yeah.
2: everything Celtic. And yeah, yeah I just uh, look, it's, it's just an escape. And that's what books are.
1: I know. So
2: I went through all of those um. I hate the word chick lit because yeah. I think it's a stupid. I think it's just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the ones you I pick read up all at the them airport? Too. Marion Keys. Yeah, Marion Keys. Yeah. I
1: loved. I loved all hairs.
2: And I didn't read much after I had <laughs> the boys. But if we ever went away for a weekend or I went on a plane, I can, I can read a book on a three hour plane trip. Can you? I'm a, You're a speed reader. I'm a speed reader. Yeah, it is one of my superpowers. So just that freedom of knowing I, no one can talk to me and I can read a book. That is my absolute Did you fantasy. read The Bronze
1: Horseman? No. Oh. So that was set in Russia in the, um, oh, it's Alexander and what was her name? Bella, I think. And okay. there's this scene where they're in a tent and it's uh, just like, wow. Okay. Yeah, so our whole book club read that. Now, right. I've been in a book club for 19 years. Yes, you We're have. so proud of ourselves. Yes. We're nearly up to 20 years. So we started off by calling ourselves the... Chicks of North Fitzroy because we met there and then we moved to the Ladies of the Red Tent. Have you read The Red Tent? Yes, I've
2: read The (gasps) Red Tent.
1: That book changed all of our lives. We were like, we need to go and have a period in a red tent. Oh, I know. So it's set back in like biblical times and it talks about when the women had their periods, they would go and rest. Yes, it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Go and rest for three days while you bleed. They get to leave everything
2: and rest. But I reckon they had to take their kids, really. Do you reckon? Yeah, I do. There's no,
1: I'd sorry. I just, I was like, give
2: me that red tent. But I'll even even take the kids.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, we have missed this meaning. Oh, we really have. And this is the time when my whole book club, we've got friends who are naturopaths and we were talking about natural fertility. So we read a lot of books about that, hence twins. Yep. Um, And um, also, uh, one of my friends coined the terms, I need to bleed on it before I I make a decision. And so I now think about that. because I'm a spontaneous lady, but if there's a Which big you decision, she probably don't
2: believe, but she is.
1: <laughs> I'm very spo- yeah, or impulsive is probably the word. So she, my friend Lisa, would say, "I've got to yep. bleed on it," and yep. that meant that she would take the whole month to think yep. of something so that she could go through all her emotions. Yeah, you don't want and the I was like, you don't want ovulating, ovulating, yes. Mandy going. Yeah, let's yeah. make a podcast. Yeah, I, <laughs> and then we've got premenstrual Mandy going. Oh, going I can't. I'm I can't not even capable of
2: anything. I'm useless. <laughs> <laughs> so just get me a wheat bag. And I'll let me try sit on the couch. to bleed on
1: decisions, but um, yeah. yeah, um sometimes I don't. But anyway, that yeah, so yeah, anyway, the Bronze Horseman, back to that one. That's like a trilogy.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: That I just never knew about life and times in um in Russia. No, me either. <laughs> I have terrible recall for books as well. So, so do this I. is not going to be a scholarly. I have this is no only an Annabelle.
2: No, I can start reading the book again and go, I love this. How did it
1: finish? Well, and I can exactly. reread it, you know. Sorry, we yes, no lean and We went to no see Lee the dry, I mean, my friend Charlotte and I. Yeah. We were like, we read this. Do you can't know what happened? I, I know. the movies and we were like, <laughs> this is amazing. We can't remember what happened. And at the end we were like, do you remember that? And I know, like, and
2: sometimes no. it's not the same. Yeah, well, it was. Anyway. Like the girl on the train and. I read all them. Like, oh, oh the,
1: the movie's wrong. The Dragon Tattoo. That was <laughs> oh, awesome. I read that in book yeah, club. Yes, so
2: good. And that was another book that I was like, this is not my genre. No, and I but I was
1: into it. Really yes. into it.
2: Yeah, what strong about, women
1: characters. Did you read Chicken Soup for the Soul? Oh, Mandy, yes. Oh. I had so many of them. Me <laughs> too. Chicken Soup for the Christian Soul. Oh,
2: chicken chicken soup, soup for the Woman the, Soul. Yeah, Chicken Soup for the Mother Soul. Chicken Soup for the Teacher Soul. for the Sporting
1: Person oh, Soul. Oh, oh so were, many. Oh, that was my first experience of reading sort of
2: short stories. Short, Same, true stories. Mine. I loved them. But at, that was at the time when I was doing a lot of writing for uh, religious magazines. Right. So... I think it just really opened up my eyes to like, oh, I can just write short, short things. Short stories. Yeah, we should have thought of that. you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should have. Uh, Next yeah.
1: book. Um, But. I loved all my chicken soups, and I also loved Oprah's book club. So when Oprah was out, if there was a sticker on it, if there was a sticker, I bought it. Yeah, I was pretty much. So you go back through that catalog; I've read them all. Yeah, I was just like, (laughs) yeah, well, you know, I was just like, I'm buying those. Yeah, yeah, you love Oprah. Yeah, I loved Oprah. Yeah, of course, I still love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, and one of those ones was the Poisonwood Bible. Did you read that? No. So that was about a missionary couple that moved to the Congo, I think, with four children, and they had. Twin girls and one twin had a disability. And I read it before I had my girls and then I read it again and I was like, one of those twins has cerebral palsy. Wow. Because she was limping and then, oh, she she didn't walk for a long time. Ah. And, and I was reading it through totally different eyes, yes. crying. And basically this, you know, it's fiction, but this yes. minister drags the wife, the four kids, mm. and off they go to live in Africa and be like... Yeah. My gosh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you would really like it. I would, I would. I yeah. would read it. Okay, so yep. we should maybe share some other people's books yes. because we could just go on and on yep. and on. Yep. And I'd then we'll talk will. to you
2: about books that we've loved.
1: Yeah, as, so I we, I, I went back to the Brains Trust and just asked them and said, you know, thank you, you're always so helpful. So I'll just read this one. Hi, everyone. This one immediately sprang to mind, written by an Aussie psychologist and it's called Hey, Warrior. So um, the book is good. It explains anxiety in a physiological way and refers okay. to the anxiety centre of your brain. Ah. The clever little, oh, I'm not going to say it right, amygdala yeah. as your warrior. Really helped my guy understand anxiety is okay, normal and can be managed. Ah. So that was Hey Warrior. Yeah. And um, it's I think heysigmund.com is her website. Right. Um, okay. Hey Warrior. The warrior book was great for my daughter when she was born, the hospital social worker. Um, I asked a hospital social worker for a book to read with her four-year-old brother. My daughter was about six weeks old, still in hospital, with a very new diagnosis of HIE mm. and the corresponding, we think she'll have CP. This woman gave me a book called Special or something like that about a kid who could still play with her friends while using a wheelchair. I was floored and sad and worried. I had no idea what her future would look like Mm. when this woman shoved a very confronting picture in my face. Mm. (gasps) What you probably needed was a book about my sisters in NICU. Yes. That's
3: right. right? That's, that's all you need. That's what he needed at the time. Yeah, that's
2: Not, right. Yeah. No, you can't. And because no one's, it's just a picture, it doesn't mean it's your reality. So, no, and
1: this is what I asked people too. I was like, do people give you unhelpful books? People love to throw books at you at oh, the time of diagnosis. Oh, so, the amount of, I have got piles of
2: books on ADHD and people love to give them to autism you. Autism. Yeah. and Let me tell you, uh, lots of them are just piles of shit. The research is forty years old, yeah, and oh, so many people gave me. There's a book this woman does about not eating food coloring and sugar. Oh, like three people gave it to me. Why can't I remember? Yeah, Sue, somebody wrote it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But that book, I was like, don't give me this book again because it's a
1: load of shit. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. We have a great book called The Worry Monster, which has been helpful for our pea shoot. Also the Sometimes I Feel series written Mm. by Samantha Seymour. They have photographs, not illustrations, and we found them to be really helpful. I need to find a decent book about epilepsy if anyone can recommend one. Okay. These books were awesome for my son when working on social skills around kinder age. Our copies are so worn and well read. Oh. And also the Trace Morini When I'm Feeling books are awesome. And the No Such Thing as a Silly Question is an yep. awesome resource for parents starting out. or oh, Getting Along With Others by Jenny Feely. That's her one that she talked about, Social okay. Stories. Um, okay, and the next one was... Um, We have found this one very helpful and it's called The Growing Up Book for Boys and there's a corresponding one for girls on the spectrum as well. Um, Hi, two books for sensory issues, Ben's School Days by Robin Sims and Joanne Larkham, Things That Go Bump in the Day, Jenny Mm. Reed. Also Royal Children's has great books and I brought one on CP but can't find it, plus Special (laughs) Boys Business, Heather Anderson on Puberty for Special Needs Kids. Mm. Have a girl one too. I have that one. Um, and I bought it for Molly, the special girls business. Um, It's got uh, beautiful illustrations of periods and pads. So, But my, I think we need to have an upgrade to that book to talk about period undies. Yes, we do. Because, you know. That's what everyone's wearing. Most of my kids' friends with teenagers with their periods are using. Oh, yeah. They're not using pads. No, thank God. So there needs to be an upgrade in that book, whoever's written that one. Yep. Um, Because automatically I was like, eh.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Um, Oh, and I love the boys one that has a double page on don't masturbate in public, (laughs) but too much for (laughs) mum.
2: (laughs) That's an awesome, awesome. Uh, That's
1: good. Don't masturbate in public. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, these things have to be spelled out. Yes. Yes. For our children with IDs, some of them. Do we want to play the speak pipe? Yes. So we've
2: got a lot of, lot of, lot of you, of course, said um far from the tree yeah so we've got a speak pipe from our beautiful marnie and she's going to talk i read that
1: book after the girl's diagnosis it's a huge book we had it on for our um, book club and i bought it on my phone i read the whole book on On my phone phone. yeah because i was going through an an iBooks phase because i they're cheaper than buying them oh they are but it's just that's a big book to read on your phone i read the whole thing on my phone i don't know how long it took me but um i could not put it down page turning and remember, Melanie said she wanted to write. Melanie Dimmitt said she yes. wrote special as the user friendly from the tree. Yeah, and we have yeah.
2: specials on all of our list. Yes, about. We'll talk that's about it right. Of
1: course. So I, we've got a beautiful speak pipe from Marnie, who's yes. one of our gorgeous hangout members, and and going to be a guest this year yes. too. Yes, can't wait to and talk And she's um, coming on the speak pipe all the way from Scotland. Yes. So we're gonna you're Let gonna listen to her, and we're not going to comment over the top of it. So yes. listen to Marnie. And then we'll come back.
2: Yep, and I know lots of you will love this book.
3: Hi, Kate. Hi, Mandy. It's Marnie here. Um, I am speak piping in from the Scottish Borders, where I live. Um, you can probably hear, sadly, um, that I don't have a lovely Scottish accent—not accent, not yet. I'm working on it. Um but I'm from Melbourne originally and have ended up in Scotland with my P and my husband and we're in what feels like eternal lockdown here but we are we are some of the lucky ones. We've got a really beautiful spot very close to the River Tweed and we just feel so lucky to be in a beautiful place with lots of beautiful um Beautiful land around us. Um, I saw your call out on Facebook about doing a book episode, and I thought I would do you a little speak pipe about my book. Um, so, books are a huge part of, um, of my life. My husband is an author. My pea shoot, who is six, is a voracious reader, and we've worked really, really, really hard um, on that. She's profoundly deaf, and um, literacy is really tricky for a lot of deaf children. Um, so, Books are very important, but this story, this little tale is about the most, probably the most influential book of my life, and certainly the most influential book of my parenting life. It's called Far From the Tree, and it's by Andrew Solomon, who's an American journalist and writer. Um, I read it while I was pregnant, um, which I probably wouldn't recommend, but it is about parenting. It's off as a news article um, that Solomon wrote. He went to Gallaudet University. Well, he didn't, sorry, he didn't study there. He he visited there um, to report on a really important political um, event, I guess, a, a campaign about um, getting a... Deaf president for Gallaudet University. Gallaudet is a private university in America for um, deaf people. So um, it's the language there is American Sign Language. So that kind of got him interested in deaf identity. And the first chapter in the book is about deaf identity and about um the part that really struck me and i was reading this mind you um i was reading this before i knew that my daughter who's now 6 would be born profoundly deaf so what really struck me about this part of this this chapter on the book was a realization that parenting is much sooner than I had thought about letting go of your own expectations of that child and your own, um, I guess, projections of what identity is and what it should be. Um, So I think the most powerful, I wish I could pull the book out and read you a bit, but the most powerful thing, to me in that chapter was a section where Solomon talks about giving over your deaf child to the deaf community and being okay with that and understanding that there are adults out there who, by way of their experience in that identity of deafness and their their um, their membership of that community, Those adults are, in some cases, going to be better placed to guide your child in certain areas than you are as the parent. And it made me realise, when I did find out that my daughter was deaf, it made me realise that she needed deaf adults. She needed to be around deaf adults and that was my huge priority in the early years of her life. And I appreciate that so much and I recommend the book to everyone. See you later.
1: And I know
2: this book made a huge impact on Mandy.
1: Oh, it was enormous. Yeah. I I mean there were so many different chapters. Um, Yeah, it was just the first book I'd ever read talking about parenting. People who felt far from the norm. Yeah, it's right, And there were so many different scenarios. Um, There was the parents of one of the boys who were in the Columbine shooting. There was um, was a story of the people that had a child that they just, just with a profound disability, they decided to um, stunt her growth and not go through puberty Mm. so that she was easier to hold Mm. and carry. Mm. Then there was a whole court case about that. And uh, I mean... Yeah, the deaf community from, you know, just I'd never read anything about that. And we have people in my family that are deaf. Um, Yeah, just so many different. And I was like, yeah, I feel far from the tree. That is true. Yep, yep. Yeah. It's such a clever title. He he, he was he speaks about his childhood yes. and the way he felt different to his parents. And, yeah, yep. it's, I mean, it's a big, big read. Yep. But most people who have read it, yep. I, I would say it's feel life-changing, as, it's life-changing yep. as how I felt I towards it. And I
2: think a lot of people, a lot of people when we said what book.
3: Yes, this they all the said book. it. Yeah.
1: So, the yep. next one that I read was called The Reality Slap and that was, I'm sure I've spoken about it before, yep. Um My friend Helena gave it to me. Mm. It was when all our girls were around seven and it was just like, you know, accepting that they are what they are. And I suppose yeah. we just come out of early intervention and all that, trying to make mm, sure that mm, we were doing everything we mm, could for their bodies and mm. and then just hitting seven and realising, okay, this is who they are. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I know that sounds weird, but it was no, just a, it was a it really big time of yep, acceptance. Yep. And I just felt like it was a moment at seven. Yes, beautiful. And so he just talks about, you know, whether th- you've gone through a flood or a, a, a fire or... A, a terminal illness, yep. or yep. a child with having a diagnosis, or something. Yeah, there's that. You know, you might, your life might have been charmed until then, and yes. then you've had a slap from reality. Yes. yes. Yeah. So awesome. it was, I didn't, I, I think I didn't finish reading the whole thing. No, but, you just choose the bits. Yeah. That, and yep. the thing that was funny was that I lost it for a while, and then I found it because someone had put it in the backyard, and snails had eaten all the way through it. <laughs> oh, and Helena had written two Mandy from Helena, and then there was all the snails, and I was like, well, that's a reality slap. <laughs> <laughs> that's my family. Um, um, but that was one. And, and another thing that happened to me at that when the girls were little is I went and did a two-day course with the CAE, Centre yes. of Adult Education, yeah. about writing a children's book. Because oh, I was going to write right. a book about having twins with AFOs. Yes. So I go there. It's the first time I've sort of gone into the city for two days. Yeah. I was so excited. Yep. There's probably 20 people in the room and there's an author. And she's like, can you all go around the room and talk about the ideas for your books? And I was at the end. So she started at the other end and they're like, well, um, it's about a dog yeah. and he goes this, he goes for a walk <laughs> and then there's a calamity and okay, great, next person. Well, it's about a dog. And, <laughs> and it just basically really? everyone... And everyone was like about an animal or something Ah. and then it gets to me. Oh, hi. Like I'm going to write a book about twins that have cerebral palsy and they both have an AFO, which is an ankle foot orthotic on each leg and they go to kinder and nobody else has them. And and she's like, Okay. <laughs> I was like, I have a book idea. Yeah, and you people are all just really writing good- about dogs. Yep. Oh, this just- is a real book. Yes, but obviously I didn't do it, but I had all oh, the notes. Might. And, you know, I just, well, there's lots more books now than there was yes. 16 years ago, yes, even I right? Yes, I know. Yep. So, um, but I just felt like there was nothing that I could give my girls no, to read. I know. Oh. Yep. And even just one AFO. Most of the picture books are for children with two AFOs. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, yeah. And just the uniqueness of my twins yeah. everywhere i went yeah. i felt like i needed to write a book about yeah. that yeah so anyway that's what i did and didn't do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look you came close
0: i came close yeah i came close one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes
1: nice dress uh it's a
0: it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
2: Mandy asked in the um, Two Peas Hangout and so yeah. we're going to offer some of your suggestions of yes. what books that you thought were good or that have impacted your life as yes. a pea parent. Yes.
1: So. Um, the first one was A Friend Like Henry and that was from Gorgeous Jasmine. Mm. Uh, the Explosive Child is on the list to read um, and someone said um, Ross Green has another book called Raising Human Beings. It's also very good. mm. Um, and there's The Hidden diffability, a book on
2: autism with lots of family stories from birth to school. Um, I haven't read these books or I've read some of them and not all of them so I don't want to make a comment and I know that books are really personal, yes. right, and so I might get something out of it and someone else may not like it so please that's don't come at us. That's the truth. That's right? right. So these are just books that have helped some people.
1: Yes, that's right. Um, I also read Raising a Rare Girl by Heather Lanier recently and mm. really enjoyed it. That was from Lauren. Mm. And of course, special by Melanie. Special. Dimmett. I mean, yeah. how can
2: we not? We've, I know. You we can have go and to listen to, to our special, special episode, which was two years ago at some yes. point.
1: Yes. Um,
2: you know, Mandy and I, fangirl Melanie, we went to her book launch. It's the most divine book. Oh. It's just. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Everything about it's perfect. And you know, we love it. We probably hardly go a week without talking about About it. it. So I hope you've all got it. She did such a great job. Such a good job. She's so smart.
1: It's okay to be different. A children's picture book, a very affirming book. Mm.
2: The Invisible String. Yeah. Yeah. Mandy loves the Invisible String. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. It's good to sort of help ease anxiety. Hmm. So, which we so all I would have. just say, you know, yeah. my
1: heart's connected to yours through the string and you can tug on it. Yeah. And there's all sorts of variations. Some people draw on their palms of yes. their children's hands. Some people put, put, something, put in the pocket. something in their pocket. Yep. There's all sorts of things. So, mm-hmm. but that's got twins in that book. So yes, I like it's that. it's always nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My daughter likes Kathy Hoopman's photo books. All cats are on the autism spectrum. All dogs have ADHD and all birds have anxiety. And my son likes a picture book just right for you, a story about autism because it talks about lining things up like he enjoys. Yeah. 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 Um,
2: And this is my favourite junior fiction book with an autistic protagonist is A Boy Called Bat. It's a sweet, quiet story about a boy who looks after a skunk kit, deals with friendship and transience. Mm. Um, And I know there's a whole lot of talking about whether you're allowed to have fiction or not with, but I, Uh, I um,
1: I think it sounds like a really cool book. And when I need to remember how wondrous neurodivergent thinking can be, I reach for prudence and her amazing Mm. adventure. The protagonist has what seems to me to be ADHD traits, and while she's supposed to be putting on her shoes, her mind is creating something wonderful. Beautiful. That sounds lovely.
2: Um, Then Plan B by Cheryl Sandberg, I might have the name wrong, was confronting but good based on when Plan A gets ripped out from under you and it's time to create... Yes, because her husband B. died. Her husband died. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: right. Unex- very unexpectedly. Yeah, I haven't read that. Um, Crash, Rumble and Roll to Help Us Through Massive mm. Fear of Thunderstorms. Mm. Took four years and it's still two years later on his bedside table. Mm. Ah, And the When I'm Feeling series. So yeah. that's by Trace Moroni. It's yeah. got When I'm Feeling Angry, When I'm Feeling Sad. Yes, they're awesome. And um, mm. I always use that. Uh, um, the, the bedtime book in that series yes yes until i can write my own bedtime book for twins yep. jumping around all night oh in a book gosh. which i'll write that one too you one really day really better <laughs> i know i feel like i really want to write my own book I, about I, bedtime um, yeah but i um always suggest that one
2: He's Not Naughty by Deborah Bronson. We used it to explain to my son his ASD diagnosis. It made me cry as we turned each page. And he exclaimed, that happens to me. Mm. It helped him realise he's not so alone. He proudly shows it Aww. off now. Highly recommended. Yay for embracing I who we know. are. Yeah. And
1: let's just throw in there, of course, Nellie Thomas's. Oh, i Some brains, yeah. some boys, some, some girls. girls.
2: But some brains.
1: Ah, oh. It's a
2: game changer. I know we've talked about it before, but I just... It I cried weak. and cried and cried. Oh, yep. I
1: cried! It just took your breath away. Oh, and it really, really did. It's it's and a beautiful, my girls beautiful were book. Just like wow.
2: Yeah, it's just everybody. It should be in every library. We've said it before.
1: The Don't Worry book by Todd Parr is great for dealing with anxiety. Also, Child's Play had a great book about going to hospital, and others in the series about going to the dentist, oh, okay. school, which were great for familiarizing kids with anxiety-inducing situations. I remember mm-hmm. getting the Little Princess, you know. She's a little princess. Do you remember that? No. ABC. Um, well, oh, they're yeah, those funny yeah, books about yeah, little yeah, princess. Yeah, wants yeah. her potty and that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I remember just <laughs> just before um, we had the girl surgery, I said to Mum, "Please, just see if you can find a book about hospital." And there was yeah. a little princess goes to hospital. Awesome. I remember getting that?
2: Um, the awesome autistic go-to guide for tweens and early teens by Tanya Masterman and Ian Perkis and Hey Awesome by Karen yeah. Young. Yeah.
1: Um, I just loved reading This Is The Bear, Some Dogs Do, Big Red Bath and Tiddler, a few Mm. of my faves. (gasps) My daughter is a Stephen Hawking wannabe, so is a fan of A Brief History of Time. Mm. We have also loved reading the Australian Girls Mm. series together. Such lovely and accurate Aussie histories from various times. I love the Australian Girls books. I've read them pretty much all to Miss 10. Yeah, I haven't read them. I think we just... they're just gorgeous. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, definitely Millie read them. Okay, and then at Miss Tens, we've really got into them, and yeah. I think we started it when the pandemic started. Yeah, I think because, you were
2: doing it in lockdown. Yeah, because yeah.
1: we were like, well, it's not as bad as eighteen thirty eight when Grace had to leave England and come on a boat and yes. be a maid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're lovely. We're reading Nellie at the moment, and she's in Adelaide. Ah. So yeah, really good. And Viv said,
2: um, "The Little Book of First Experiences." Mm. Mm. So she really likes it. She's taken a photo. And of
1: going it. to the hospital. Yes. Yep. Okay. Oh, there it is. Yep.
2: I've used this book before they went into hospital to have grommets put in. First experience is going to the hospital. Oh, yep, from Osborne. Yep, yep, yep.
1: yep. Okay. Piranhas don't eat bananas. Not super relevant <laughs> apart from encouraging piranhas to be what they want to be. Yeah. And also because piranhas called Brian are just funny and they talk about piranhas <laughs> eating bums. <laughs> funny books are our favourites uh, in our house. Oh, yes. Yep. Oh, my goodness me. Absolutely absolutely we um read the dog that's one of the ones oh. that made our family laugh so much is like don't, don't don't pick your nose Dr. and stick it up dog your bum so or- funny he <laughs> 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 goes on a holiday he's so stressed I by the family oh. the Gumble family oh, they're just out of control i loved it <laughs>
2: um and we well, read Buzz don't and suck Woody your thumb
1: and, and, and scratch s- your bum, bum.
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is still good advice yeah, it is um I reckon for 18 months, maybe two years, we read Where the Wild Things Are Yes. every yes. night. And I've said it before on this podcast, but I'd love a... That's what I'd like the sign at the front of my house to say, where the wild things are.
1: (laughs) True, (laughs) true. Mm. Um, Yep, more votes for special, more votes for The Invisible String. Yep. Um, Joanna Basford Colouring Books. She's a Scottish artist and a mum to two young girls. They're in lockdown too over here and she does live streams four times a week where she just chats and draws and her accent is lovely. Ah. Pride and Prejudice, can't go past that one. Pride and Prejudice is my top book. Books by Kira Cass, a selection series, great for escaping. Pages and Co, a three-book series for kids where the main character, Tilly, lives Mm. in a bookshop her grandparents run and find she has the ability to have characters from the Ah. books come into her world to see her and she can also go into the books. And there's the mystery of her missing mum, ends happily. Has a Harry Potter feel but suitable for a younger oh, reader. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah,
2: that sounds great. Um, My Brother Otto, it's a gorgeous children's book about a brother and a sister. The brother uses AAC to communicate, has sensory preferences, etc. but it's all just told as a story about the two of them and their family and how special he is. Not preachy at all, doesn't actually mention autism or neurodiversity, it's just woven into the story. Oh, they're the best ones, yeah, they hey? Yeah, uh, Yep.
1: I wanted to give a shout out to to Grace Kavanagh Mm. and her son James Kavanagh and they've written a book called James's Trip to the Zoo. The Adventures of James as he ventures outside his home and connects with people and animals. So I bought the book because I just wanted to support a pea. Yep. And she said, Dear Mandy, thank you so very much for your support. I haven't sold a book for a few weeks, so I'm very excited. Yeah, so It's a picture book about her and it's inspired by her son and her other two children. We'll put it in on our yeah, story. Yeah, so we'll put it on the story. Yep. So um, gorgeous. I was thrilled to... Um, yeah, support people, of course, well, because that's the sort of book I wanted to write. Absolutely. Right? So, and speaking good on of you. that,
2: um, Valerie Foley, who yes. we all know and love in the Hangout, yes, um, she has written a book. Um, and she says mine. But seriously, not because I wrote it, because it contains the experiences of a hundred parents wow. around the world raising a child with autism, and it's called Autism Experience: International Perspectives on Autism Parenting. And you can get it on Amazon. So I think
1: we better buy that. Yeah, too. just
2: pause that, write, write it, write down. that down. Yep,
1: amazing.
2: Hundred different stories. Hundred, yes. So I'll definitely. That would be
1: incredible.
2: I didn't even. I'm really sorry, Valerie, because I didn't I know, I didn't know that either. I'm sorry, Valerie. I'm a, you know, we know about the toothpaste dispensers and lots of other <laughs> things, but
1: I didn't know about the book. <laughs> Bugger the Kid. Sometimes life needs to be our badass, I reckon. My ultimate favorite book, Michelle Obama Becoming. I love that mm. too. The audiobook is read by Michelle. Absolutely highly recommend it. Yeah, that yep. was so good.
2: And of course Dylan's book, Abel. Oh, yes. Yeah, we've love got that book. we've got two copies in this house, so yeah, that's a really good a really good book. And The Miracle of Love by Ondine Sherman. So, yes, we yes, loved that, love that one too. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um About a Girl by mm. Rebecca Robertson. This um yes, of course. Yes. We read that, we talked about that. Yeah, loved it. And we would love to have her on the podcast yep. too. Um, and The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always I wary of these books. I have got that on my
2: bookshelf and then when we were doing A Strain of the Year Zoom, I took it off. Ah, <laughs> oh,
1: did you? Because <laughs> I'm well, like, I
2: don't enough. want that to be in the background. <laughs> um, yep.
1: Yeah. The Feminist Fight Club by Jessica Bennett, The Care and Keeping of You by American Girl Company and Sarah's Key by Tatiana de Rosne. Mm,
2: don't know what they're about. No, I don't. You know. um, Wonder uh, is probably one of my favourite books course. and movies. Of course. I find it so relevant to my own life. Being about a boy struggling with a facial deformity is so true. Some of the conversations the mum is having with Augie when trying to console him after being bullied mm. are like some of the same conversations I've had with my mum at times mm. in my own life. The parts where he was crying and saying he is ugly and she is saying, you're not ugly, you are handsome. Oh. That's exactly what my mum has oh. said to me. It's just the best book for so many reasons. Everyone should read it and learn how to be better people for Oh, it.
1: goodness. Yeah, that book, I remember Millie reading it in grade five and she came home and said, you have to read this, Mum. You have to read this. You have to read it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, okay. And then she was right. She was right. I couldn't Mm. put it down. And then the movie, oh goodness.
2: The next book's very cute.
1: When my Veronica went to Melbourne from Hobart for surgery, this was the best book. A book full of pictures and stories from her whole class at school. They gave it to us the last day of school before she left. It was over two terms before she got back to school. Makes me want to cry. And it's a best wishes for book. your surgery, Veronica. We will miss you from Prep 1G. Aww. Oh, Could you get any better? That
2: is a peacher right That's there. That's a
1: peacher. Make yep. me hell. Yep. I remember yep. our prep peacher came in with Yep. gifts and drawings and came and sat in that hospital room between yep. the two girls. Yep. I'll never forget it. No,
2: you're awesome people
1: too. Yes, awesome. yes. Um,
2: we have loved children's books by Sarah Garland, beautiful illustrations, really simple stories about being in the garden with a family, et cetera, and our speech therapists use them extensively.
1: My gorgeous, neurodiverse son loves Dav Pilkey books because he invented Captain Underpants in the hallway of school after always being kicked out of class for being neurodivergent. Yes. Yes, Captain Underpants, of course. (laughs) I just can't really watch those. I just think, what the heck is going on here? It's not (laughs) for you. It's not for me. That's right.
2: And this beautiful mum says that her son's school made a book for her son starting school with all the guidelines, teachers, where to eat and play. Simple text and photos on every page. Oh. Oh. See, schools, look at what you can do.
1: Yes, beautiful, with beautiful things. That helps a mum oh, so, so much. Yep. yep. That should be in every school. It really, this really should be in every school. Are. This yep. is where the office is, oh. this is where the sick bay is. Yes. Yes. Yep. Well done. Beautiful school. <gasps> mm. I really enjoyed Uniquely Human by Barry Prizant. such an insightful read and really helped me understand ASD and someone said I really like this too. Mm. Um and The Gift of le- Dyslexia, which I hadn't
2: actually heard of, so I might have to give that a a look. Um and um Hey Warrior and Hey Awesome are yes. both great by Karen Young.
1: Yeah. So um Polly and Buster books. Yes. Um and yeah, the Hey Sigmund books. Yep. Yep. Um, Yep. Having a 15-year-old male pea shoot going through puberty, I've really appreciated special boys business. Yep, mm, definitely. mm. He'll bring out the book to ask questions when he's experiencing new changes. Mm. Yep. That's right. Um, Yeah, The Explosive Child Again. Yep. First book I'm going to mention is one that I'm reading called I Can Write by Jonathan Byrne. Jonathan is 12 years old. He has cerebral palsy and communicates via an alphabet grid. His entire book was written this way. Jonathan reminded me of a huge amount mm. of a boy I helped out in high school who had atypical locked-in syndrome in that both were trapped in a silent world until something gave them the chance mm. to show they could communicate and were developmentally normal on the inside. Mm. Jonathan writes really beautifully given he is so young and it's an amazing insight into his world. And it's I I- as EYE. Yeah, EYE. Yeah, amazing. Yeah,
2: awesome, 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 awesome. And this person says My favorite author for kids is Mo Williams. Oh. Such an easy read, funny, and lots of body language to interpret. <laughs> The pigeon has to go to school. I've got.
1: I bought that book, and I think I was going to read it at our live yeah, show. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah, yep. yep. And also, we love a coming. to We are coming to a party. Oh, that was the first book Millie could recite. Yes, she, just so going funny. Going on a bear hunt. Oh yeah, I'm going to catch a big but one. But this Mo William funny because yeah. I think it was part of it's like part of Sesame Street or something. Yeah, funny. Yeah, um, Scholar by William Howard. Scholar Grieg? I don't know how to pronounce that. Sorry. Oh, not Love You
2: Forever, oh,
1: P. Briney, Love that Love You book. Forever. I can't. I just can't. Do you remember
2: Kate Langbrook yes. reading it on the radio? Yeah, and
1: everyone had to ring in and say how they sang it. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Because I sing just it. Just howling. <gasps> oh. Yeah, and he wrote it because his child had died. Mm.
2: That's why. Yeah. Oh, and Briney's put here some brains, which we talked about. I read this at Kate's at Christmas and it made me so emotional, as well as some boys and some girls. I heard the author is not a bad chick.
1: She's (laughs) all right. Marnie said you will send the speed pipe, which she did. Um, Andy Hoddle was different from other boys. He never really understood the game they played in which they owned the factories, the library and the police station in their town. But he longed to tell them he owned something too. So it's called I Own a Race Course. Mm -hmm. I Own the Race Course. Then he met an old tramp and paid him $3 for Beach and Park Race Course. Yep. So you can have a look at that one. Yep. My son loves Gus the asparagus, introduced <laughs> neurodiversity to six year olds. I
2: just like the idea of Gus the asparagus. <laughs> Any vegetable with a name.
1: It's like the Veggie Tales, but um, you know. There's lots of books. There's lots. We probably
2: can't read all of them out, even though we love them, because we know that it might not be that interesting for you to just listen to Maddie and I <laughs> recite books. Yeah, but. Um, but like books about baby sign language. Yes, really important. of course. Um, books about. Um, conscious parenting, like thinking about how you're doing it, they were really popular. Um, so there were loads and loads of books that are on the list. If you're in the hangout, you can look at it, and I think we'll pin it, and you can just keep adding to it, and you can say why those books meant something to you. I wanted to say that a book that really hit me in the feels over the last few years was Any Ordinary Day by Lee yes, Sales, of course. And um, obviously you know we're massively Annabelle fans, and this. They would have just discussed one book and gone into great detail, and you all would have bought it. Instead, we've given you four hundred books in no detail, <laughs> <laughs> and hence why their podcast is at the top of the are. charts. Yeah, that's uh, who we are. Um, but any ordinary day, I just—I don't know. Have you read it, Peas? I just oh, really I read it in like one day. So did I. I read it. I cried the whole way through it, mm-hmm. and then I want everyone I know to read it. It was just one of those books. I've given it to a lot of people, so. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about this beautiful book called Mum Life.
0: Mm. So
2: it's by Paula Kidd and, oh, sorry, Paula, it's by Paula Kuka. I think that's how you pronounce her name. I'm not sure. But she's the creator of Common Underscore Wild. Yeah. So I'm sure lots of you follow her on Insta and Facebook. Oh, amazing This illustration is unbelievable. Like you just, you, I kept it beside my bed. I said to Manny and I just read it a little bit every few days and, Oh, it's just beautiful. It's just she was the one that did that reinterpretation of the Looney Cartoon. If you live in Australia, you may know what we're talking about, where he sort of put women down for being on their phones, yeah, um, when they were parenting young children. Anyway, it's a beautiful book. She is a really beautiful supporter of the peas. She is. She loves us, and she always messages with little encouragements, made sure we were going all right during the first lock and second lockdown, um, and it's. Really pretty. It is very pretty. <laughs> and her just, artwork's amazing. Oh. And she's
1: just poignant and she nails everything.
2: And you can actually get her to draw portraits of your yes, family. You can. And yeah. So she's apparently she's a landscape architect. Right. So there you go. But yes. Um yeah. It's just nothing will resonate with you like this book. Yes. I think every mother should have go this. Go and buy it. Book. Or yep. get
1: it as a gift for someone yes, who's just had a great baby. gift. So, or in the thick of toddler land.
2: Yeah. I really, really love it. So um yeah. And there's obviously this new book that's come out. I haven't had a chance to read it all. Mandy's bought it, so I'm just going to read it from her Growing Up Disabled in Australia. What were your favourite chapters, Mandy? Oh Manu? my goodness
1: me. Uh... I just could not put this book down. So a few people mentioned it in the Hangout. Mm. So I've been reading it. I've read it to Molly. I've read some of the chapters to her, particularly the chapter on Isis Holt who is a 19-year-old with cerebral palsy who's a Paralympian and yep. my girls know her and follow her. Yep. Um. Oh, I, I can't say all the people because there's 40 no, no, no. authors. Yeah, yeah, so just get it and read here. it. So and you can read it as
2: individual chapters, can Yes, can't you? you can. Yeah. And
1: so it's short stories and all the people in the book have a disability or live with a chronic illness yes. or something. Yes. So. Um, but some yes. of it's really funny, isn't it? Yeah. And some of oh, gosh, I was laughing and then crying and then mm. I suppose for me I'm listening to the way people are talking about their parents. Yes. Weird. And that really is what. Um, resonates to me mm, and mm. thinking about, okay, how did that person see their parents? How yes. Did... What's a better way of being a parent? Yeah, how can I always learn? Yearning for? That's what yeah. I'm always trying to learn mm. from. So, yep. Mm. Um, goodness me. Great. Okay.
2: Yeah, great. And I'm sure most of you have probably already bought it. Yeah, that's yeah, right. You know, feel exactly. free to put your favourite stories about that in the Hangout. Yeah, or tell definitely. It. Go for um, it. The other... A couple of other books I wanted to mention was one that had an amazing impact on my life was Alfie Con Punished by Rewards mm. and it talks about schooling. Alfie Con has amazing yes. books about schooling and you all know how I feel about awards and rewards. Yeah. So his books are, I mean, they're heavy going but they're amazing. I love them. I've got them all. Um, and a book that had an amazing impact on my life, which is going to probably sound weird is a book called "What's So Amazing About Grace" mm. by Philip Yancey. Yeah, mm. my mum reads that. Yeah, yeah. So th- the premise of this book, so you've, is that there's nothing you can do to make God love you more. There's nothing you can do to make God love you less. And I think growing up, I didn't grasp that. I thought that I needed to obey a certain number of rules to be loved and to get to heaven, and therefore, I sort of thought. Because, you know, when you grow up in a church, it's like Jesus is like your parents. He loves you more than your parents. So there was all these things that you need to do to make people love mm. you. And that book blew everything out of the water yes. for me. It changed my whole life. Mm. I can't. I think I've talked about it before on the podcast. It just it was a game changer for me. It was a game changer for me as a parent because I realized I could just say to my kids, "I nothing you can do. I will always love you like this. Mm. Like you are mine. I love you. I give you my 100% support. That was, I don't know, it was just such a profound, profound book for me. I've still got a copy of it even though I haven't reread it, but it's just, I don't know, the thought that if you've grown up thinking if I do something wrong I could be struck by lightning to, oh, I just love you for who you are, Mm. which is really Mm. what we want as parents, want our kids to know. We love you for who you are. That's right. You don't have to be anything <sighs> nope, different. You don't. And I think yeah that book just changed the whole trajectory of my life. Mm. So even though it's probably not a book most of you will
1: read. Maybe there wasn't a chapter on swearing in there for mum. There I don't <laughs> think there <laughs> she was. Definitely read it though. <laughs> I don't believe he swears at all. So maybe
2: you know we could add to it. Yeah, um, okay. You know. An
1: abridged version. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well the other one I read um, last year was called Searching for Sunday and it's by Rachel Held Evans. Now, she was mm. an author in America, and she's talked about leaving the church, mm. and um, she died yeah, really unexpectedly. Yeah. So just reading that, I never knew that there was a book talking about leaving the church. Yes. And just even in the basic things like, okay, so I left the church and then I realised who's going to bring me a lasagna? Yeah. You know, and yes. I was like, yeah. Yes. Um, but she talks a lot about re- so deconstructing and then reconstructing. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, she's probably what's the best that's out there okay. in talking about it. Yeah. Um, and there's blogs and all this mm. in her back catalog, but mm. it, what a loss to the world.
2: Yeah. Such a loss. Yeah. And she was and, really young. How yeah, old, yeah. She was
1: young. Um, she had two children, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, look, I'm new to her fan club. So yes, there's going to be people anything. that know much yeah, more yeah, about yep. her than me. Yep. But, um, but her book, I couldn't put it down. Um, yeah. It sort of intersperses between her telling her truth-telling and then sort of biblical stuff. So yes. I was kind of skimming over that because that's not my. No, but it's still. Well, I'm not good at theological reading, right? Yeah, so yeah. I just wanted to read. This is how I stories. felt. Yeah. This is what I was going through. Yeah. Yeah, and that yearning to try and find another church. So it's yeah. not just leaving one but then trying to find another one is sort of more mirrors my story. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I really appreciated her. Doing some truth-telling. Yeah. yeah. I
2: also, on a similar vein, read a book called, (laughs) it's a big title, Shunning Within the Seventh-day Adventist Church. It's by Nikki Smith. I messaged her so many times that we're now friends on Facebook. (laughs)
1: Um, Well, that's how powerful a book is when you feel like you see yourself in it. I
2: sobbed reading it. I cried and cried. And it was just, it's all women who have left the church. And for me, oh gosh, powerful, because I was seen in all of these instances. And I was like, yes, I felt like that. I felt like that. And I just thought I was the only person. Yes,
1: me too. And that book,
2: I mean, it's very specific to me. But if if you want to read it, give it a read, because I really, really enjoyed it. Like, soul-searching, enjoyed it. Mm. It was similar to when I read Wife Work and the Mask oh, of Motherhood. Oh, Wife Work? Wife yes. Work. Yes. Bam,
1: bam. Oh, my sister handed to me the yep. night before the wedding. Yeah, really? Oh, I, know, I knew and I, I said, liked
2: you, Annalise. I know, but I said,
1: ah, uh, thanks. No, <laughs> she was damn right. Oh, because she was studying yes. women's studies. She oh. was doing a Bachelor of Arts. So she was like, there you go. I don't know, Wife, wife Work. Wife Work, I was like,
2: wow. And I think if you've grown up in a very Christian
1: home- You just expect that's you you what you're to do. haven't been
2: exposed to feminism. No. And that- book, I know most of you have read it and you've moved on, you're way beyond it, but I still, I bought a secondhand copy, like I didn't have any money. So it's got like, it was from a library, you know, you can buy them for like $2. Yes.
1: Yeah. I was like, yeah, damn it. I'm not buying the presents for everyone. Why am I
2: buying the presents for people I don't even know? Yes. Mind
1: Blowing. Yeah, it was pretty confronting Probably need to read it me. again after the pandemic. Yeah, um, yep, we're all, it's, we've yeah. really got back into wife work. Really? But, um, <gasps> yeah, that was an awesome book and The
2: Mask of Motherhood. Yeah, I
1: didn't read that. What was that? Tell me yeah. about that.
2: Well, she's just like has this thing like when you're a mother you might be living in, I can't remember it all because I'm re- terrible, but I remember the thing that she said, was like hanging at the front door is the mask that you put on when yes, you go out. Like yes. I'm coping, I'm yes. fine oh my and gosh. we're all lying to each other Oh no! and how damaging Enough. it is. Yeah, so Enough. I really, really liked the mask of motherhood. Yeah. yeah so That's they
1: were... the absolute gosh darn truth. Yeah, it really. Although I feel like maybe we've progressed a little bit. Or... Oh, look, we
2: have. Think? I think we have. Well, I have. Yeah, I have. And I can't speak for everybody but I know that. The mental load still falls on women. Oh, of course so, it does. Yeah, we, and we see you peas and we yeah. support you. I know that's not what this is about, but no. please know that you've been seen. So before we get on to our cry-laugh difference, it would be remiss of me to not mention Saturday Afternoon Fever by Matthew Hardy, <laughs> 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 who most of you know is Live Guy. Um, the live p. Oh, it's got his, like the reviews yes. on the back. My The one from The Guardian I really like, it just says, Excellent. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, if The Guardian tells you you're excellent, you're excellent. Ooh, take that. So, yeah, I've got um, my very own signed oh, copy and it says, wow. thank you for making our lives worth recording. Love, Matt.
1: Oh, goodness. I know. I think it says Matthew.
2: Yeah, because I call him Matt but it's actually Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. And it's, I think, a very cute photo of him and his dad and his yes, brother on the front. Yes, gorgeous. So, yeah, it's, and it's a cute little book. If you grew up in Melbourne and you, you know, watch Cop Shop and – Wonder Years, I mean not Wonder Years, um, Townsend. Wonder World. Yep, it's all in there. Anyway, yeah. that's it, Matt. No what more.
1: about we announce what we've got to Oh announce. yeah. Woo-hoo. Yes.
2: Of course, you know, shameless self-promotion yep. here we constant. come.
1: Constant, constant and shameless. Yep.
2: Um, Mandy and I would like to tell you the title of our book. Yes. <laughs> go on, Mandy, go on.
1: Okay, so it came from a beautiful P friend mm-hmm. of mine, Kylie, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. – when we first started the podcast remember the first episode we had all the titles that my friends thought we should call the podcast yep and so the book is called the invisible life of us uh, and, and so that was kylie's title i've checked it with her she said go for it and use oh, it yeah and the cover is beautiful oh, we peas. love it We love it. and i just need to say that the person who put it up in the hangout i'm sorry i took it down straight away because we, went sure if we're we weren't sure if we were it. allowed to say that the book was out yet yep. so it is on
2: pre-order yeah you can pre-order it on booktopia but apparently according to our publisher and the people that work for them that do the, um, what's it called when you advertise, marketing, yeah, they said like three months out is a really good time to sort of start um, promoting it. But uh-huh, Mandy and I, we can't wait to tell you, so we've told you. Yeah. Uh, it's coming out on the 2nd of July. Yeah. But you can go on to Booktopia and pre-order. Apparently pre-order is hugely important for people who, Have books coming out, so Manny and I have no idea what or any of those things mean. We just we're pretty excited to know about rate and review. So, (laughs) so this is going to be another steep learning curve. It
1: really is, and to have our own book, and I'm so proud of it. I could just cry.
2: And I'm
1: nervous. Oh, and I'm you know we're just putting out. Uh, we are really scared. Please way. be nice to scared. us. I'm scared we're going to have horrible comments. <laughs> I know. Um, and I suppose they will probably. Happen. Of course they will. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. So we're just going to. I'll be back to the psychologist. But you peas
2: will love us. So, yeah. yeah. We know you have our back. I already back told my psychologist
1: yours. I'm coming in like for weeks <laughs> around the book launch. So when there's criticism, she said, "Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that and is so fine." So she'll just have my back. Yep, yep. Because and the the rest I'm of nervous. You can message Mandy and tell her how great she is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I just. I'm proud. Yeah, that let's just I remember actually, how proud we are. I actually are. just proud that we so sat so still
2: <laughs> during that
1: pandemic and we wrote that book. Yeah, and it's amazing. No, it's not going to win, you oh, know? No, 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 any no, any prizes. It's, it's, it's
2: not a book prize book. No, but it's just us. Yeah, it's just us, us. talking. So we hope that you're going to love it, and we know we hope that the bees will buy it. <laughs>
3: oh, that's um, okay. Yeah,
2: and it's okay. And you know what? If maybe the pandemic isn't as bad, we'll be able to go to some bookshops. But anyway, we who don't knows? Know. We don't know. We'll probably just be. Virtually signing your book through an iPad or some rubbish that's brought out because you can't actually meet anybody ever again. Anyway, that's okay. We will end on a positive note and say super, super proud of the invisible life of us. So yeah, yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, it is cute. Yeah, yeah. Sophie is beautiful. Thank you, Penguin.
1: They. They've been really helpful, unbelievably
2: supportive, as they have
1: to be. <laughs> no, but when I sent it back, I was like, I "Think I butchered it,"
2: and <laughs> I was like, "We are just like we don't know if we did this right with the edit bit." But anyway, there you go. Okay, and then the they best. have to go through it all and go, "Oh, oh my god, let's make them fix this again." Oh. But anyway, by
1: the time you see it, that will be a memory. Oh, that's right, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, tell me what made you cry this week. Yeah. So, what made me cry this
2: week is a beautiful story about that i received on a snapchat because that's how my friends and i communicate and a scholarship said to me do you think you're a vlogger because you're always like walking oh, around no, the house and videoing yourself talking i just ignored her and kept walking um but this is um beautiful p Bry, briny and she said she was leaving work and she was getting into her car and she noticed a mother struggling with um, a wheelchair and bags and this mother was trying to get into a building. And she went over to her and she said, um, can I help you? And then she said, sorry, I'll let me rephrase that, how can I help you? Oh. And she said, the woman said, are you serious? Yes. And she said, yes. Oh. And she helped that woman to get where she had to go. And she said, that's because of the podcast. Oh. That's because I I just, Anyway. I cried because it made me cry too. Yeah, I really <sighs> cried. I just think she's a beautiful soul, but she said I wouldn't have done it a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, so that's right. Let's replace. Can I help you with how? Can how I help can you? I help you? Yeah. Anyway, you made me
1: Goodness. cry, Brian. and you
2: know because I replied back. You're making me cry. No. no, me too. But beautiful. So that was my cry this week.
1: Mm. Oh, maybe me too. But yeah. I just cried on Friday because of the snap lockdown. Yep. And so, there's nothing new about that. I've no. already talked about that on the snap page. <laughs> but I did. I just look. Cry. We could I'm... be
2: back in a snap lockdown by the time this yep, comes out. So, so... Know, I'll
1: probably be ovulating. And no we're all, crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah all, then.
2: <laughs> we just want to say to all the people that message us and say, <laughs> "Oh, you're happy because mask's off. Oh, you're happy because this." We don't know. All no. right. At the moment, we're masked up and we're having that hand sanitizer like nobody's business. And I, that's just what I think our life will be. And that is okay as long as I can go. For a
1: walk I don't care anymore (laughs) if I can go Uh -uh. more than five k's from home what about what made a difference
2: all right so I've got two things that made a difference um my beautiful friend Lorraine and I have started walking again some days and it's just so nice and one day it was hot and I said I just haven't got the energy and we just did laps of an oval yeah so I'm like oh I don't have to be fit and fantastic at this but it's just nice to be outside and the problems we solve you really ScoMo should ring me at the end of the walk oh totally you got (laughs) it all sorted I have and the other thing is that within a short distance between Mandy's house and my house, there are goats. <laughs> this is the greatest. I've got photos of these goats that I can put up on yes. um, Instagram if you care. I don't know if you'll care. <laughs> they are getting rid of, of weeds. It's from a company called Graze Away because every time I see them, I'm like, sail away, sail away, sail away. Anyway, but they're grazing away. These goats, I'm telling you, there's been queues of cars because we've been in lockdown. Even though if you're in your 5K, you can come and see the goats. It's like a petting zoo every day. I've come every day. We. I can't not visit them. I know. I wonder how the goats go. I know. And we go down. I'm so worried about them. The amount of bush they've eaten through. They're amazing. They're machines. Oh, so the make a difference. The goats. I'm sorry. You have. You have changed
1: our five Ks. I know. Keep them there. I was like, (laughs) I was like, can we just move them around? I want them to always be here. I've just been bringing the girls because I thought I've just got to give them a little memory for this five day lockdown. That's sort of something funny.
2: And we have too. Yeah. So we can walk from our house to the goats, and oh, you know. Literally, while I have been recording, I've had a Snapchat of children at the goats. So, (laughs) children of all ages. Let me tell you,
1: kissing the goat through the fence. Molly, oh, they come right very up to you,
2: calmly padding. Oh, they're beautiful oh, goats! Oh my goodness, they are beautiful, and, and they right. can climb trees. So they're, they oh, we, when they
1: get up on their back
3: legs, I we, know everyone's like, Whoa!" Whoa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes there's like thirty people. It's hilarious. <laughs> Socially distanced, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With masks. With masks. Oh yeah. Melbourne's oh, boy. Are all about the masks. So mm. that has been a big make a difference. Have you got <laughs> what another about one? You?
1: Oh my! I've started watching Zoe's extraordinary playlist oh, I season started two. Watching it. Yeah, okay. so that's been great. I should do that. Um, just, I don't want to say nonsense, but no, it's, no, it's, it's just sort of,
2: you can just have it on. Yeah. yeah. You
1: know, I didn't take much concentrating. No, so, and it's... and it's the first little bit, if you know, the first series mm. is they're just dealing with the new reality. Yeah. Up there. Yeah. yeah. And so it's the music again and oh. just lighthearted. The whole series The is singing. There. the, the yeah. I just loved any And synchronized... my Bridgerton books came. So, oh. cause I ordered them like on the 30th of December and they just came the first three. So I just started reading. Are they good? I know, I just read ten pages last like, okay, night before well, let I fell me asleep. Know. But, yeah, I was like, I'm going to read these. because I, I did know not know to... that this was a world that I'm missing no, out. on. No, I know I'm very disappointed. Yep. To have so not and known. I want to read the next or the books so before, before the, the next yes, season, yes. so yes. I know what's happening. Yeah, so I've got FOMO. <laughs> so yeah, but I will tell you what made me laugh. Yep, laugh till I cried. Like everyone else was the lawyer on Zoom oh, who was a cat.
3: Stop it. <laughs>
1: It was better than the potato. It was better than the potato. I didn't think
2: anything could be better than the potato. Then he goes, "I'm not a cat. I <laughs> am a. I am not a cat." I was like, yeah, we know, and just his eyes darting to oh try and God. work out the screen. The eyes.
1: Oh, oh, oh! It just was gold for that whole day. Oh. I kept playing it. I did put oh, on I'm our sorry. Insta stories because I'm like, I can't. I'm sorry, I, but I'm not a cat. I'm happy to
2: continue if you are. What? No, no one's going to continue while you're a cat. And number one daughter's like. I'm sorry, but how do you accidentally put a cat filter on?
1: <laughs> it just took the world by storm. It really did. I laughed so hard. I, oh, my gosh. And I then we were back it. to remote learning. So Miss Ten was like, can you video me um, throwing a ball from 10 different directions <laughs> into a basket? And so we did that. Many times, I have, I have to do it in a minute. Made me laugh. And then I said, I don't know how to send it to you. And she goes, Uh, Edra. Uh, she goes, Oh, 40 year old woman's. <laughs> 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 okay, 40 year old woman's. 40 year old woman's. They don't know oh, what they're doing. And uh, also, Molly made me laugh because she made a Milo, so milk with Milo. Yep. And she's sipping it away. And then she goes, I can't. It tastes like udders. <laughs> oh! <laughs> It doesn't doesn't taste like udders.
2: No, it doesn't. Oh my god! Listen, Molly, get onto the soy milk. It doesn't go off for months and months. Okay, I'll give that a try. Yeah, it doesn't taste like udders. (laughs) Almond (laughs) milk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go for it. Well, I have. What's made me laugh is doing remote learning as well. Oh boy! Um, Even though we're Please, back at school by the time you hear this. Um, if you're in the Hangout, you've seen the videos that I've put up of the boys. Um, I just forgot how unbelievably hilarious they are. Incredibly creative, not at doing schoolwork but doing other things. And I just think how smart you are to be able to do all these things. Um, skewers, one now. Oh, we've played so much with skewers, I can't even tell you, or as we call them, very long pointy matchsticks.
3: <laughs>
2: um. And then yesterday we were doing science and it was chemistry <laughs> and I was like, they were watching a video and then I was repeating it because I was writing it down for them. So I thought, yep. well, I'll say it again. And so I was like, we were talking about the um, periodic table I was like, I have forgotten um, all of this, Mandy. I have no all idea. Of it gone. Yeah. I was learning. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They all mean something. <laughs> I'm CO2? Just, I'm just like, I don't know. yeah, oh, I, helium. Anyway. It doesn't matter because I don't need to know it. But um, when we were talking about the way it's laid out, the man on the video said, so metals are metals are on the left, non-metals on the right. So I repeated as a good mum, I was like, so right, Buzz, did you hear that? It's metals on the left, non-metals on the right. And he goes to me, good chat, mum. Good <laughs> chat, mum. Not quite like my friends at school, but good chat. Okay, well <laughs> done. Like, as if he wants me just repeating, medals on the, on left. the left, non-medals on, on the right. right. Good chat, Mum. Yeah, good. Well done, Mum. <laughs> and then we lose half the conversation because we're laughing and we I miss know. the next thing that it's about the medals. Ridiculous. Anyway, doesn't matter. It's been fun to have them around. I do love them. I think they're <laughs> awesome kids. <laughs> I'm glad they are. <laughs> it's been really hard and don't get yes. me wrong, I called in sick one afternoon, I just emailed the school and said we're done. Yeah, it's over. We're done, we've yep. just got to go outside and yeah. invent things. Yep. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, because it's it's revoltingly hard for any kids with additional needs and disabilities. It is nearly impossible. And I also
1: want to say there's discrepancies Huge. I know between the special schools, and so people are you know some of my friends are saying this is discrimination yep. because our so my school nothing just yeah. a phone call. Yeah. Other special schools, at least some ideas. Then one of my friends was like, well, at least you got a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> so there was I just. Know. I know it was snap. I'm I not criticised them think, because it was so such short notice. Well, I've right. got friends whose kids just didn't go
2: on Monday. The schools just said let us yeah, sort it out. which I, which I thought. I thought,
1: reasonable. Yeah, because yeah. we just
2: don't know. And I think everyone in the world knows now everything can change tomorrow. That's right. And that's really been, I mean, interestingly, my niece is getting married in Canberra and I'm fingers crossed going up to this wedding. But her mother said to me, well, have you booked your flights? And I was like, no. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, we'd probably get locked down before then. Anyway, ironically, we did get locked down. Uh So I think, especially if you live in Melbourne, but surely the whole of Australia and the world has just learned to not plan anything Oh, I'm not properly. planning anything. Like, well, if it happens, it ha- I really want to go. Yes. I love her dearly and I want to yes. see her married. But, oh, well, if I go, I go. If I don't, I don't. Oh, exactly. This is just it's who just we are. just the truth. Yeah, so... Anyway, that's I don't want to leave on a despondent note. No, okay. Because like, I don't mind. I don't mind that now. I'm like, well, that's what life is. I know. That's right. It's okay. We've got right. goats. We're okay. The goats are here. Yep. We can survive anything. <laughs> Just don't take the goats away. <laughs>
1: And it's been funny to say to them, listen here, mate, look, you've left a big patch over there. I know, can what are you, you doing? What are you doing I know like all of you? You're all down this end. I come back. And over you've got here. a fair bit of work to do so up here. How many
2: blackberries they've eaten? I,
1: know. I just was like, what their, what's their mouths? What
2: are their they stomachs prickles.
1: I know. I'm like, their stomachs must be made of iron. Once again, probably we
2: learnt this in your nine
1: science. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we will leave you BPs. Goodbye. We hope PPs. you like this episode on books. Yeah. And, you know, it's just us ranting, right? Rate yep. and review. Thank and I you. just wanted to
2: let you know that um did just have a text from the sound engineer who goes, I want to know what happens with the goat poop. Like, are oh, they collecting that? It's, or little. Is that- it's little. It's quite little. We've already looked at it yeah, and it's it looks probably composts down. Yeah, so it's not so. like a big shit. See? See? <laughs> <laughs> some book podcasts you get really important things we'll discuss goat poop goat poop so it's quite little
1: i'm okay with it yeah okay yeah it's
2: probably not squishy it'll go hard no quickly, no I yeah reckon. it's like rabbit poop. like rabbit like poo, rabbit you know? yeah yep. okay there
1: you
2: go okay. peace <laughs> okay see, see you later bye <laughs>